0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Ken Braddy, and I serve as LifeWays Director of Sunday School. It's been my privilege this quarter to be with you for these uh, podcasts as we think about and talk about and look forward to teaching these lessons in the winter unit. Now, the one that we're going to talk about today is for the suggested use date of January the 30th, the last Sunday in the month of January 2022. It's hard to believe that we are already a month into our new year. Uh, That's going to be session number five in a five session unit in January, and that unit was called, or is called, to dwell in the house of the Lord. Now, this particular study coming up is titled, The Means of Worship, and we'll to cover the essential doctrine of worship uh, it's number 90 of our 99 doctrines that we uh, cover in the three years that we go through the bible here in gospel project now the session outline uh, is is arranged in three different parts uh, as we typically do and uh, here's what the uh, titles of the sections are so you'll see what's coming up uh, in your bible study section number one we'll talk about uh, the sacrifices showed dedication to god that's leviticus 6 8 through 13 And then in the middle part of the Bible study, that's titled, The Sacrifices Showed Thankfulness to God, Leviticus 6, 14 to 23. And then in the third and final section of your study, The Sacrifices Showed Confession to God, and that's verses 24 to 30. Now, these are a lot of verses for you to cover in this this session, so... Do not feel bad if you feel like you want to uh not focus on every one of these three points, or if you need to focus on fewer verses in these points to make sure that you have time to move your group through. Now, uh, again, don't feel like you got to teach all of this, right? And so uh, when I'm teaching gospel project, I will sometimes focus on one or two of the three if I feel like I'm gonna be time crunched. And if my group is especially talkative, that is typically what I <clears throat> excuse me, what I will do. Now, what will the group learn? Well, they will learn that the Old Testament sacrifices showed God and others his people's commitment, their gratitude, and their confession of sin. How will your group see Christ in this study? Well, God's people, they were required to make sacrifices year after year for their sins. Jesus was the perfect one-time sacrifice, and all who trust in him are forgiven of their sins forevermore. And how should the group respond to this Bible study? And we believe that because we have been forgiven of our sins through Christ's sacrifice, then we seek to be living sacrifices, serving Jesus and making him known among the nations. And so we want our group to respond with gratitude, with service, and with an attitude that we want to take Christ to the nations. And we may start with our neighbors, right? Maybe even people in our own family, our own workplace, and those folks that we uh, that we know relationally, maybe a, a neighbor a friend uh, that is not in church, someone that is you know, far from God. Well, uh, the lesson is going to suggest in the teaching plan that you open the, the lesson with a song, with a hymn. And if you've got the leader pack, if that is something that your church is providing for you inside the leader pack, there is a pack item And it is a hymn titled, There is a Fountain. And uh, that is something that you can photocopy and have available for your people. Now, if you say, you know what, my group's not gonna do that then I wanna recommend that you may have somebody in your group that's got a musical talent and they have a guitar and uh, perhaps they love leading worship. Maybe they would either sing a song that you would listen to as a group or lead your group to sing a song. And if that's not possible, then I'm gonna recommend that you uh, take your phone, maybe download a a hymn or a song. Maybe you've already got one on it that's one of your faves and get a Bluetooth speaker and uh, open the lesson that way. Just play it, listen to it, Perhaps even seeing with it. And so it would get your people thinking about this idea of worship. And it ties right into the uh, opening question, the icebreaker. And here it is What do you think worship means? And I would encourage you not to answer that question too quickly yourself. Let your people think that through. And if they're slow to respond, just tell them to quickly you know, bundle up in groups of two or three and, and ask that question again. And let them talk about it in a smaller group. That typically gets people moving and gets them to sharing. And so uh, what do you think worship means? It'd be a great way to open this particular Bible study. Well, as I mentioned, it's in three different sections. The first one's uh, titled The Sacrifices showed dedication to God and here is what it says in uh, Leviticus 6 18 to 13 it says the Lord spoke to Moses command Aaron and his sons this is the law of the burnt offering the burnt offering itself must remain on the altars hearth all night until morning while the fire of the altar is kept burning on it. The priest is to put on his linen robe and his linen undergarments. He is to remove the ashes of the burnt offering the fire has consumed on the altar and place them beside the altar. Then he will take off his garments, put on other clothes, and bring the ashes outside the camp to a ceremonially clean place. The fire on the altar is to be kept burning. It must not go out. Every morning, the priest will burn wood on the fire. He is to arrange the burnt offering on the fire and burn the fat portions from the fellowship offerings on it. Fire must be kept burning on the altar continually. It must not go out. Now, there's a sidebar that I want to call your attention to in your leader guide, and it uh, is titled Unblemished. It's a great paragraph or so uh, about this idea of offering uh, unblemished sacrifices. might be something that you want to add uh, to your lesson as you're going through it to help your folks understand that. Well, again, I said this is a a lesson that is long, uh, particularly long, uh, longer than most of our lessons And in this first section, you know, it's going to mention several offerings, the burnt offering, grain offering, fellowship offerings, sin offerings, and guilt offerings. And there's some commentary that you're going to want to look at in your leader, God, about that. And what it really boils down to is that God expected that his people's worship would direct, uh, would be directed toward him and would conform to his will. And he expected his people's obedience in their worship. And as God's priestly ambassadors ourselves today, you know, everything we do needs to conform to his will. Uh, we cannot skip over what we don't like or what we find too difficult. Uh, every command of God is important to his holiness for he desires holiness from us in our obedience and worship. There's gonna be a lot of meat for you to go uh to go uh, chew on in this particular section and so don't get hung up here because section number two of your lesson is even longer now this is about 10 verses and in our other bible studies like explore the bible and bible studies for life uh, a lot of times we land on 10 to 12 verses uh, and it takes 45 minutes to get through those 10 to 12 verses in those other curriculum series Uh, this one here in gospel project we've got about 10 verses just in point number two and so maybe this is the one you want to camp out on, or maybe this is the one you want to you know, make sure that you don't get bogged down here so that you can get to the third and final point. But just a heads up, it's a lot of scripture here in the second section. And so the second section is titled, remember, the sacrifices showed thankfulness to God. And here's what the scripture says. Now, this is the law of the grain offering. Aaron's sons will present it before the Lord in front of the altar. The priest is to remove a handful of fine flour and olive oil from the grain offering with all the frankincense that is on the offering and burn it in its memorial portion on the altar as a pleasing aroma to God. Verse 16 says that Aaron and his sons may eat the rest of it. It is to be eaten in the form of unleavened bread in a holy place. They are to eat it in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. It must not be baked with yeast. And I have assigned it as their portion for my food offerings. It is especially holy, like the sin offering and the guilt offering. Any male among Aaron's descendants may eat it. It's a permanent portion throughout your generations from the food offerings uh, to the Lord. Anything that touches the offerings will become holy. In verse 19, the Lord spoke to Moses. This is what the offering that Aaron and his sons are to present to the Lord on the day that he is anointed. Two quarts of fine flour as a regular grain offering half of it in the morning and half in the evening. It's to be prepared with oil on a griddle. You're to bring it well, well needed. You are to present it as a grain offering of baked pieces, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The priest who is one of Aaron's sons will be anointed to take its place. It is to He is to prepare it. It must be completely burned as a permanent portion for the Lord. Every grain offering for a priest will be a whole burnt offering. It is not to be eaten. So a lot of things to unpack in here uh, with, I think the main idea here is that, you know, as we bring our offerings to the Lord, uh, it's not just something we do. It's something that we do because we are grateful. We do it out of an attitude of thankfulness, not because uh, we're programmed like robots to do this. Now, uh, just again, make sure you don't get too bogged down uh, in this section, but I, I do want to remind you here that uh, the priests themselves, although they were appointed by God to do his work, they still needed a high priest to sacrifice offerings on their behalf. And even as the spiritual leaders of Israel, they still needed to tend uh, their relationship with God. And they still needed to be reminded of God's holiness and to be attentive to their obedience to him and their worship of him. Now, remember that Hebrews 7, verse 27, it reflects back on these sacrifices and reminds us that Jesus, our great high peace priest, is not like Aaron or his sons. He didn't need to offer sacrifices every day because he offered the perfect sacrifice to end all sacrifices. It was a once for all. So as we read through Leviticus, God reminds us that Jesus' sacrifice was sufficient. His offering was himself. And that is all that we need. Well, as we move into this third and final point, again, it's a it's a decently long section, verses 24 to 30. So we've got uh, you know seven, eight verses in here uh, that we're going to wrap up this lesson with. And here's what verse 24 says. Uh, the Lord spoke to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is the law of the sin offering. The sin offering is most holy and must be uh, and I'm sorry, the sin offering is most holy and must be slaughtered before the Lord at the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered. The priest who offers it is as a sin offering will eat it. Uh, it is to be eaten in a holy place in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. Anything that touches its flesh will become holy. And if any of its blood splatters on a garment, then you wash, You must wash that garment in a holy place. A clay pot in which the sin offering is boiled is to be broken. If it is boiled in a bronze vessel, it is to be scoured and rinsed with water. Any male among the priests may eat it. It is especially holy. And then verse 30 says, but no sin offering may be eaten if its blood has been brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place. It must be burned. Well, one of the discussion questions in this section is why should confession be a part of our worship of God? Now, I'm going to encourage you to uh, not ask that uh, to the group, but I'm going to ask you, encourage you to, again, maybe consider breaking your group down into groups of three or four and let them ask answer this question among themselves. Uh, this is going to be a hard one, I think, for them to uh, answer uh, as a group, uh, a big group, but break them down into a smaller group, and I have no doubt that you'll get them uh, to talking a lot. I remember that in this section of scripture, that sin offering was declared by God as most holy, and the process of a sin offering involved holy people, places, and things, and we can see that Leviticus 4 through 5, those chapters that uh, just precede this one, that we're studying this week, uh, they describe uh, these expectations in detail, Uh, But in this passage, the focus is really, uh, again, on the priest's obligations. Now, the sin offering comes up not only in the Old Testament, but also in the New. Paul referred to this sacrifice to help us understand the gospel. In Romans 8, he wrote that through the sacrifice of Jesus for sin as a sin offering, we are no longer condemned and we are now set free from the law of sin and death. That's Romans 8. One through three. So when we have strayed from God's commands, those who trust in Christ, they don't have to be afraid of eternal punishment. God will not forsake his own children, but we still should want to return to him in humility and repentance, asking for forgiveness and knowing that he forgives generously and lovingly. Furthermore, believers want to honor God every day through the way that we live as a living sacrifice. It's a pleasing aroma to our holy and our gracious God. That's what Paul says in Romans 12, verses one through two. Well don't forget uh, that every one of these lessons ends with a my response section it's great to teach these things and it's going to be great for your people to understand a little bit more about uh, these old testament sacrificial uh, si- the system that was in place and some of these details but let's don't forget that we want to get them to this this section of the lesson where they are to respond either with their head their heart or their hands. They're going to learn something new. They're going to do something uh, with their heart. They're going to have an attitude shift, or they're going to do something with their hands, and they're actually going to do something, do ministry uh, because of this Bible study. So don't uh, don't land the plane short. Make sure that we get to this uh, application uh, stage of the Bible study. And again, like always, there are uh, numerous uh, extra commentaries and uh, optional activities and illustrations uh, in the extra section of your leader guide. And so I hope that you will take a look there. Uh, It will give you even more things to say and to do with your group to get them involved and engaged in this particular Bible study. Well, thank you for being with me this week. Uh, we will now, as we come back together, uh, take a look at the very last unit of a study in this winter quarter, and that's unit number six, Be Holy Because I'm Holy. Uh, that's going to take us all the way through the month of February. Four great studies there. We'll talk about those. or at least we'll talk about session number one uh, in that uh, last unit that we'll have in the month of February, 2022. Glad that you're with me. I'm Ken Braddy, director of Sunday school at Lifeway. Thanks for using the gospel project for adults where we are finding Christ in every one of these Bible study sessions, showing our people uh, how a uh, a Bible study like this uh, is a Christ-centered study that uh, that Jesus was present, uh, not just in the New Testament, but in the Old as well. And we're gonna help them connect those dots and see how his life and his ministry can be found here in the Old Testament. So glad that you're using Gospel Project. Hope you're enjoying the new format. We're getting a lot of good comments from group leaders, just like yourselves, about the new easiness of, of the layout and, and how it is making Bible study Study and leading an engaging Bible study uh, even easier for you. So thanks for doing this and uh, using Gospel Project. We're proud to partner with you. And I'll see you next time as we talk about unit number six, be holy because I am holy.